When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empire. Triple Play Fantasy's football show with D. Mindy, Brass Dadamis, Doc, and Johnny Foosball starts now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. We are a proud member of Empire Media and the Empire Media Podcast Network. D-Mendy here, joined, of course, the return of Johnny Football in the building, John Van Etten, John, Henry Ruggs, and Brian Edwards have each put on over 10 pounds of muscle since you were last here. Are they first-round draft picks? <laughs> They're going to put on 10 more by the time the episode ends. Oh, dude, there we go. <laughs> So are they first round draft picks now? Are we taking them there that high? Back to back, do it on the you know you get the last pick and then you uh, pick one up way back around. Oh, right. you got them on the turn, huh? They 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 they're getting that extra ten pounds from all that shit that you're talking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, of course, one of the other regulars here on this pod is a man that finally has a home and has oh. Wi-Fi. Oh my gosh, it's about time. This wow. is where I'll be podcasting now. This is such a happy day. Was that a Full House poster behind you? It's Yo, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld. Okay. Even better. Yeah, I mean, he's answering podcasting from Kirk is better, though. That's, that's, real, that's real Wale vibes. I dig it. Ah, <laughs> Thank you. Nothing. Thank you. Oh, man. How's it feel? Your Wi Fi is hooked up now. How's it feel? You know, I feel like a new man. I'm going to get a new laptop over the weekend. Maybe I'll find a new podcast to be a part of, to be honest. That's good. We'll upgrade without <laughs> you. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, well, of course, also the smooth operator you always hear. It's the man that has been requested voiceover work, and it is the Bradster Domus Brad Kilgore. What's up? I wish that was true. I'd love to do voiceovers, but uh, I'm good. I'm doing all right, man. I, I'm still feeling down about what my Washington Wizards are doing for uh, just wrecking their team. But, uh, you know, this is a football podcast. I'll keep it. I'll keep it football on this one. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, yeah, did you like football. their draft? Did you at least like their draft, Brad? I did like their draft. They got Corey Kispert. He's the the best shooter in the draft, if you ask me. Um, six seven. Doesn't play any defense, but he's got the right. He's he's what I expected out of Davis Davis Bertans. That just didn't happen, but uh, we'll see, man. I'm I'm optimistic. Whatever. We got Spencer Dinwiddie. That's right, new wizard Spencer Dinwiddie. But obviously, like you said, it's not basketball. It is football. And with football, we had to bring in the big guns here. Of course, you guys see him on the screen. We welcome in a man who is the captain of a pirate ship, even though he doesn't have an eye patch, peg leg, or beard. The founder of Rum Boys and the Rum Boys Fantasy Network. This man brings in the energy. He brings in the mind of an entrepreneur, and he brings in the alcohol. He brings in his Washington football team fandom. Ladies and gentlemen, 
is my honor to bring in Mr. Sports Me, TikToker, and the spiker of the like button, Rum Boys Robbie. What's going on, man? Yo, what's going on? Cheers to me. Cheers to you. Shouts to the whole Triple Play Fantasy crew. Let's get it. Dilly dilly. Hey, there we go. That man's a pro. That was smooth right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro. I just I just know what know what to do, what time it is. And, you know, it's go time <laughs> right now. You know, we got a lot to talk about around the league. So I'm here. We're, we're a couple of weeks away. We're at, not a couple of days away from Canton. So, you know, yeah. I'm just turned up and I'm ready to go. Date to, night uh, is like, let's go. Like, let's, <laughs> we, 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 we positive vibes out here. Y'all exactly, man. We got we got two Washington fans on the pod. That, I think that's never happened before. So that's crazy. Oh, big bad. Dilly dilly again. Yo, we just we just talked about your man's Wi-Fi and bing. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I was even just not even acknowledge it because it's not even worth it anymore because uh, there's always going to be a problem with him. But Robbie, I got to ask you before we dive into things here, man. One of the things that I don't think you share enough publicly on Twitter, and I first saw the glimpse of it the other day, was the rookie premiere you did in 2019. I saw the list of guys you interviewed and that it's sick, man. It's it's a it's a sick list. Uh, so first of all, I got to ask you, what was it like interviewing those guys? And second, how did you even try to get that opportunity? Because obviously, like I said, the entrepreneur mind that you that you have, that doesn't happen without you grinding and trying to, to reach out to get those types of connections. So walk um, us through that. So I actually had to like compete to get that opportunity. Um, and excuse me, uh, I was with a previous uh, uh, sponsor who I won't I won't name anymore. Um, you know, contracts and things on, like hold that. On, Doc, quit typing, man. I'm gonna mute his ass. So that's absurd. Like the Flintstones. Oh my god! He's on a typewriter over there. Yeah, Jesus. All right, Doc, All right go ahead, Robbie. My bad. Go, yeah. But um, so no, I had I had to compete um in a competition against streamers from all around the world uh back in 2019. And long story short, I won. Um, the NFLPA had you know chosen us out of the top three, and they were like. What those fuckers like? And I was like, "You want us? Like, you sure?" And at that time, like the fantasy football industry was very different. Like, you had to be very clean on air. Like, no one was really like like, like drinking on air like that. Um, I remember the very first piece of criticism I got on my my, my podcast, like very first episode. Someone in the comment section, they were like, "This looks like a fucking Snoop Dogg video, but your advice is actually good." But because like it was different, like it, no one had did had, had done that at the time. So, I mean, I think being different and just being myself, um, you know, when it came time for them to pick pick a winner out of, out of the top three, they saw what we were doing and they were like, yo, these guys are going to bring the energy. And little did I know, you asked, what was that experience like? Little did I know, you need energy to do that. 40 interviews, like, like so all the interviews that you guys see on the YouTube um, are not there. A lot of them are on runboys.com. Um, and we hyperlink them in our articles. So, like, if you click, like, A.J. Brown's name or, you know, whatever, like, it'll bring up, like, like that interview with that player. And you're talking – so, like, I thought that we had to bring our own lights and everything. Freaking Viacom comes out and, like, Paramount. They come out wow. with, like, their huge-ass fucking lights, like, these big-ass fixtures. I'm in my freaking thin-ass Rumboy shirt. And I'm just sweating, bro. And like you're there for eight hours and it's just take after take after take. And you have to remember, like part of how I got the opportunity was like I had to, I had to scout, I had to do profiles for every single one of the guys that we were interviewing. Even guys that we weren't gonna interview because we didn't know who Panini was gonna fly out. Yeah. So 
my mind was just chock full of fucking information. Like I only had one mess up funny story. I go, you know, get get ready to interview Deontay Johnson, and I had actually put Deontay Deontay Thompson, and he goes and he sits behind the computer and he's like, "You spelled my name wrong," and I'm like, "I apologize." Like <laughs> I haven't had coffee yet. Like and like he just from that moment on like fucking hated me like the whole weekend. But then final day of the weekend, me and him, we were chill. Like he's like. I don't get how you fuck it up. Like it's the last name. Like we have the same last name. Like I don't get it either. <laughs> Just happy that you don't fucking hate me anymore. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean AJ Brown, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin. It's, it's a pretty dope list. Make yeah, sure you go check that out. Yeah, that's freaking. That's awesome, man. Uh, but we're pumped we have you for the show today because we got quite a filled episode. In today's episode, we got. Yeah quarterback rankings debates and it is officially debate season if you want to say it's season or you want to spell it s-z-n however you want to talk about it it's okay around these parts but it means we're gonna have some disagreements and we get to make lists which is the best part of the fantasy football offseason in my mind so with the best part upon us we're going to compare our qb1 lists which again is quarterbacks 1 through 12 here pointing out the flaws in everybody's list and so on make sure to stay tuned for that after we'll go to our question and game of the week that John has not told me, so they're going to remain our mystery until the end of the show. But I got to ask you guys, are you ready to get another episode started? Because if you are, then man, we're here to do it for you. Let's do it! Yeah! With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Right. Brad that loves that rock music. So I always got to play that just for him. That's we hard. <laughs> but uh, we got to talk about some news and notes before we dive into quarterback debates here, of course. And we got to start off with the big news that's been sweeping fantasy football Twitter over the last couple of days. And that's Carson Wentz. Tim Tebow. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who uh, underwent surgery, sidelined for the next five to 12 weeks, a pretty open timeable for his return. Five weeks would put him in line to start the regular season. 12 weeks means he's going to miss close to half the season. Apparently, it's a broken bone in his foot that they had to remove. It became loose. So right now, anybody's guess of what's going to happen, they have quarterback Jacob Eason, the newly signed Brett Huntley, Sam Ellinger for those Texas Longhorns fans out there. So I got to ask you, Robbie, I'll start with you. Which quarterback wins this job? Are you downgrading Jonathan Taylor and any of the pass catchers there? I mean, I already wasn't high on Jonathan Taylor, um, but now I'm like, uh, like I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna take him at the one dot seven, like sure, do you? Um, but I, 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 
the only thing that you only have a three a three point three percent chance of hitting on your first round draft pick in the first fucking place, especially <laughs> if it's a running back. Uh, why am I going to just chance that? Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe Frank Wright is just going to be like, you know, we're just going to hand the ball off like a thousand times, you know, just limit the rookies' mistakes, and that's that, that's that's plausible. That is very logical. I also don't think that's going to happen because you already have three running backs. Marlon Mack is looking amazing in camp right now. You know, Cam Akers, something for you to look forward to. Um, you know, so with that being said, with that being stated, I am downgrading Jonathan Taylor. I am not touching any of these receivers with a nine-foot pole. Uh, in Dynasty, keep, you know, if you're Easton and Ellinger shares on on, uh, um, on on the bench, on the back burner until, you know, you start seeing some promise and do what you will with them. You know, later in the season, we'll discuss whether or not you should trade them if they pop off or whether or not you should, you know, keep them if they pop off. And it'll be dependent on on your roster. And that's where all of us as fantasy answers come in and answer your questions come game day and in season. That's right. Uh, Brad, what about your thoughts? Where are you drafting Taylor? And also, why are you not on the balcony today? Because it's, uh, <laughs> L- it's, it's a genuine question from LQ. I'm curious as well. Where are you? Why inside? Our boy LQ. I appreciate that, man. I, uh, I'm not on the balcony today. I don't want there to be any Wi-Fi problems. The last couple of times I've been on the balcony, there's been some Wi-Fi issues. So I'm staying inside right now. But uh, in terms of the Colts, I'm, I'm a little down on Jonathan Taylor because Quentin Nelson being out is a big thing. Um, I think that, you know, you see what happened with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Like, if you don't have your star lineman, you're not the same. So um, that worries me. Uh, It it probably drops him down a few pegs. I wouldn't take him in the first round regardless and probably not even the second round. I'm just – I think Marlon Mack is a lot better than people are giving him credit for, and I don't think that he's just going to get, like, squeezed out of the entire rotation. I think he's going to get some – he's going to get some carries. And then um, on top of that – on top of that, like, I don't really care about the whole quarterback, you know, situation. I can't lie and say, like, I know, you know, Ellinger, or, you know, whoever he, he, else. Eason, gonna... Eason can sling it. Ellinger's a little bit better on his Yeah, feet, but Eason, though. like, Eason, we saw him in at Washington, right? And, like, yeah. that's it. Like, we don't know well, if he's in Georgia a little bit. I mean. Yeah, like, we, but we don't know if he's that guy. All I know is Nick Foles is the biggest hater in the world. I can't believe he so, opened up his I, mouth. Talking about how the uh, he loves Frank Reich and he's with the he's with the team right now. But if they come calling, he'll be there. Like that's that's, that's why I'm confused. Why you guys are so negative? They trade for him. It's like a guaranteed Super Bowl. If Nick oh, Foles is behind no, Carson no, Wentz no, taking no, over, no, if Nick Foles is taking no, over for a playoff who, run from who, an injured Foles, Carson who, Wentz, who, it's who, a guarantee. You mean Foles? Hell no, I ain't fucking with Foles. Foles, man, that dude, that dude's the biggest hater in the world. He, I swear he's got like Google alerts about Carson Wentz. He's not even on the same team anymore. <laughs> he was chimed in. That's facts. Oh, that is some hater ass shit. Real hater stuff. Like that dude's trying to revive his career. And you're talking like about, hey, I'm, I'm right here. I'm right I'm with, here. Nick Foles is the Mr. Well. Steal Your Girl of NFL quarterback carousel. <laughs> but it's not your girl. It's just Carson Wentz's girl. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's that person of Carson Wentz. There you go. Hold your face up, man. Yo, you know how pissed I'd be if I was Carson? I'd be like, yo, it's five fucking weeks, all right? Man, right, like, exactly. Relax. <laughs> I'll be back. We replaced Eric with an AI. It's really cool. Stuff. Yeah, un- unfortunately, learning. unfortunately, I still have a poopy work computer that uh, can't hold up. on that phone, so. man. Put the child. Right, well, Eric, we're gonna. I, I don't want to talk to you right now. Let's let's move on here. Let's talk about. <laughs> you can't Chubb. see me flicking you off. That's good. 
Nick Chubb got a contract extension, well-deserved three years, 36 million reported by our podcast mate partner, Mike Jones of USA today. Uh, He's been a beast. He's a definition of a pro's pro. He's averaged at least yeah. five yards per carry in each of his three pro seasons. He is now one of the league's highest paid running backs. Should have another opportunity to break the bank with it being an only a three-year deal. He could still be effective at that point. Then he's going to be only 29 at that point. So we've seen running That's backs go longer. Out, uh, my question to you guys. Backs. Huh? 29-year-old running backs. That's when they try to get you out of the league, uh... man. There's there's some cases where they I mean Chubb is such a good pro that he nah. seems like his skill set will well he's not a burner. I think I think there's a reason that Cleveland said, okay, we'll we'll extend you until you're 29. Nah. Because because also Cleveland needs a marketability wise, needs to keep asses in seats. So I mean yeah. Cleveland yeah, will always yeah. have asses in seats. But... I think it's actually good for him. He still gets sort of one yeah. more paycheck. Uh, one more contract before he really falls off the cliff. So somebody could ever pay for him in free agency. Maybe Cleveland doesn't want to, but somebody could, and that's, that's good for that's, him. Let, let, let's be realistic. Like oh, oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, go ahead, Robbie. Let's be realistic. Keeping a piece like this on a team to, for, for, for longevity purposes, the AFC is super, super competitive, and I, I really feel like we're at a point where we're not going to – everyone thinks that the Chiefs are going to go on that, that run for a couple of years like the Patriots. Listen, we're, I don't really believe that we're going to see that. Let's look at how long records usually last Reach. in sports, period. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, we still have people snapping fucking Babe Ruth records, all right, till this day. Records stand for – records are, are, are built and broken for a reason. And there are records for a reason. The AFC is now so good, and, and and now with a lot of the older guard retiring, and you know Brady eventually will retire. Rogers, you know, a lot of these guys riding off to the sunset, and we're going to be giving a whole new crop of talent to have to analyze, and that we haven't had that in a very very long time. A lot of these guys we've been watching since we were fucking kids in high school. Like, let's be honest. So with that being said and stated, as long as Baker's still developing and they can figure out things with the wide receiver court, don't be shocked if in six, seven years, you know, I'm not saying in three years, but, you know, six, seven years, you know, eight years, the Browns have a freaking ring. I mean, they definitely have a good roster, but like you said, at least for the next two, three years. At the very least, Mahomes is building a new dynasty in Kansas. And that's not even just me being a That's just facts. Overpick from David. Mahomes is I, legit. Good. Mahomes might break every quarterback record if he continues this trajectory. Oh, my is he, gosh. Is he, is Are he, you listen, serious? Is he, is he building? Hold on. I, I'm not going to disagree with the, with, with, with the Mahomes quarterback side of things. Where I will disagree is the whole team from an NFL standpoint, the whole team – like looking at what the fuck those Patriots dynasties did, like, yeah, they cheated. Like, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of that shit there too. I mean, but just to like, like, constantly go back and back and back like that. I mean, like, you're not gonna get that again. And, and Big Daddy Goodell NFL ain't letting that happen again. He that's gonna be his pride and joy for a hot minute. I feel I like know. it's honestly, it's honestly, it's really, it's hard to do that. It's not think- easy. I think no, dynasties it, I mean, are good. Dynasties are good in every league for ratings. You know, whether you want to see like the big yeah. boy continue to win, it's great for the casual because they can come in and have a rooting favorite. Or if you're like a fan of the league itself, 
you have like a big bad wolf to like to wish hate on. Hey, so yeah, I, you have a heel, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you got a heel. So I, I'm I'm all for dynasties. I hope the Chiefs become one. Um, I'm a little skeptical. I think they've got plenty of holes, and I'm not sure that you know. It, you know, you see it in a lot of sports. Whenever there's like a young upstart, we always latch on to them. Pat Mahomes is that one, and rightfully so. He's incredible. But yes. look at things like golf where, like, you know, you'll have a Jordan Spieth or a Rory McIlroy or in basketball, like, you'll have a, a well, I would say Giannis, but he obviously came up and, and he, you know, at the age one, of 26 yeah. became, you know, a two-time MVP that won a championship with his hometown team. So, like, it – there's always somebody to root for, but they're at the same time, like we never championship windows close faster yep, than we think fast, they will. Super fast, and especially yeah, in football. Look at, look at the Warriors in basketball. Like there's always going to be, yeah. you know, right. somebody that has all our attention. And then for whatever reason, it just goes away. So, I mean, the Bills, like, like, like the Bills are like, like that defense is yeah. nothing to fuck with. Yeah. yeah. Like Josh Allen, I don't know why they haven't signed him yet. Like whatever he's asking for, just give it to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same thing, same thing with Lamar. Like, just give him the money. Like, I don't understand what's happening with all these front offices, like pinching pennies, like trying oh, to get every little Austin last Bills. Thing. The Austin yeah. Bills. Wow, <laughs> man. That's wild. Concept. Yeah. Um, I do want to move on here because we got a lot we got to get to today. Sorry, sorry. Check it in here. Love it. Uh but touching on the other bit of news here, Devonta Freeman week to week with the knee sprain. Hopefully he'll be back for the regular season. Devonta Smith, David. What did I say? Freeman. Oh yeah, yeah, Devonta. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. are back to back on my news and notes. Devonta Smith week to week. Devonta- David, I don't think you need to announce before preseason injuries like at all. I mean, week to week Fair is point. a little scary. It, we're know. still like know. a week away from a preseason game. Like anything I would not have to be Anything dealing with Philly? Oh, please make those fans panic as much as possible. <laughs> I'm with that for sure. Yeah. Uh, Randall Cobb, of course, signed with Green Bay since we last talked. And uh, it's going to be a weapon. Probably destroys Amari Rogers' redraft value this year. No. I don't know. I, I mean, at least this year, I, I would think that Randall Cobb's going to be run running the slot. And yeah, he'll just run like four. Year. They'll run four receiver sets. He'll, he'll get his snaps, man. We'll, we'll no. see. We'll see how it plays no. out. The last thing I will touch on, John, just your thoughts real quick. Theo Riddick called it a career. Former Raiders great. Uh, <laughs> any uh, any fond memories of that? Oh, yeah. I, I think he did it so he didn't have to get the vaccine. A little crazy. Because yeah. <laughs> he was on the COVID list, and then he said, you know what? I'm retired. And it's like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, there you go. To, to me, that's hilarious. But, like, it's just – like, I don't know. It's hilarious because I did this thing called boot camp, like for military, you know, and um, they just inject you with shit. Yeah, they just inject you with shit. Like, this so you don't, this so you can survive chemical warfare. I'm like, what? Like, the fuck? Yep. Like, when is this happening? Like, <laughs> yo, oh, man. I, that's the, I think that's going to be the wild card of the year. Like, like we saw Kirk Cousins isn't vaccinated. Like, what's going to happen when, like, if all I of these die, high profile. Yeah, like all these high-profile athletes are just like where, wherever. Kirk Cousins won't be able to do it because he cooks his steak in tin foil, so that really protects it from COVID. So I don't think we need to worry about that. <laughs> oh my God. On that note, I'm drinking. Yeah. yeah. While well, we're all drinking here, of course, if you enjoy the great content over at Triple Play Fantasy and want to hear more, check out all the great shows on the Triple Play Fantasy Network. Of course, baseball and basketball podcast, Super Fantasy Bros, Between the Seams with Marty and Matt, Coach's Corners, 
all the other great media content on the YouTube channel. If writing is more your style, come to the website, tripplayfantasy.com, where you'll see tons of great articles from our talented writers. Of course, if you want to keep up with everything, make sure to follow the social media accounts at TripPlayFantasy. That's where you'll find links to everything that talks football, baseball, basketball, sleeves hugging the biceps, and everything you need in life is right here at Triple Play Fantasy. So, What in the world was that, David? Every, like that? every podcast episode, you've got at least one line that, that, uh, that Johnny can delete. Yeah, no, he doesn't, he doesn't delete them though. Hopefully, not. no, because I want people to hear how ridiculous he is. And it's a, and it's a given that David will end the podcast with, and we're gonna make a, like a bread truck and haul don't these. Don't give buns. away my. Don't give that away. Whoa, yeah. whoa, that is. Uh, but from the AI, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna jump into our back ratings debates right after we pay our bills and take this quick break. And we're back. Quarterback rankings debates. We already went through the spiel. Quarterback rankings are up for everybody. I have graphics for the four that are usually on here. Robbie, I'm going to reference your rankings that you sent me, so we'll have yeah. these debates that way. So the first guy I'm going to bring up here is Justin Herbert. And the reason I'm bringing up Justin Herbert, if you look at our rankings, I have Justin Herbert down at 11. Doc has Justin Herbert at 12. Foosball has got Herbert not even ranked in his top 12. And Brad has him at 10. You have Justin Herbert. If I'm not mistaken, you have him what at five, correct? Me, Pretty yeah. Sure. As I'm Wait, pulling up, I'm pulling it up go, right let now. Me, let me go back to it. You have him at five, yeah. So you have Justin yep. Herbert at five. I want you to give the reason why you think, and it's not crazy, obviously, because you have him at five. I think most of fantasy football Twitter has him in that top five, six, seven range. So why do you think he's deserving of a top five spot? I mean, honestly, I think that this year it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to favor him. We saw what he did last year. This offense loves to sling the rock, and I don't believe that that is going to change whatsoever. Um, I know, you know, just go off of, you know, what, what you saw last year. Uh, I just have a gut feeling with Keenan Allen there, just such a sure-handed receiver, super fantasy-friendly. And then also, it doesn't matter who the hell the wide receiver two is, but we are hearing reports that Mike Williams is actually coming into his own. This is the most confident that I've ever heard any coaching staff talk about Mike Williams. Um, and here I was, you know, two months ago, like Guyton's going to be the two, but it's I'm now starting to start to walk to, to Mike Williams, and then Guyton could be there as 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 a three. And I'm completely completely okay with it. Um, this team probably won't win a whole lot of games, but because of that shit they're going to be going to the air a whole lot and i love it so that's why i and, and then herbert can also scramble out the pocket too if need be um he, he's not a lamar jackson okay uh but you know because that i'm going i'm going with the rookie i'm putting him up there a little bit more and i'm just trusting it i'm just, I'm just trusting it i had herbert last year in, in a sfb and i was like that's how we stream together some wins after fucking up the qb run Right no, I mean, I understand your reasoning, of course, and I'll let the others counter in, in some different arguments, but I'll, I just wanted to counter since we all again have him low. I'll just speak for me at least. Uh, I have him. So he broke the rookie passing record last year for touchdowns with 31 in the season. Also right. through 595 times, which was fourth most in the entire NFL. Still right. finished his QB nine that during. And for those who think he, he didn't start the season as quarterback, he came in in the second game. So he did play pretty much the entire season. Now that he's got a defensive-minded head coach there, 
a healthy defense, which people sleep on the Chargers defense when it's healthy with Derwin James, Joey Bosa. Like they have a really good defense if they're healthy. Uh, I would expect that they're all they're gonna with the healthier defense, a defensive minded head coach, that the pass attempts are gonna dip from the fourth most to maybe closer to what? Like it may still be top ten, but nine or ten. What's that gonna do if he's not nearly as efficient as he was last year? Obviously, people point to the offensive line talent, and that's very real. And the offensive line is definitely going to help give him more time in the pocket. But he lost Hunter Henry, and he replaced him with Jared Cook. So the tight end that he'd like to go to in the red zone is not there anymore, and Jared Cook is on his like last leg there. You also have Austin Eckler, who's a great addition to the passing game. But with him there, they're probably also going to run the ball more than they did when he was not there. And they had basically nobody that was capable of running the ball. So I think unless he's super efficient, I don't see him finishing so, above a back end of the top 10 quarterbacks. So you're ready for, for the offense to look completely and totally different then? I'm I'm more ready for the defense to be so much better that they have more – that the lot. negative game script of them having to keep throwing the ball isn't there like it was last year, and they'll have a more balanced attack, and that that's going to bring his stats down a little bit. And again, QB9 last year – he could still be an amazing NFL quarterback, but I think for fantasy and like you yeah. mentioned, he does rush, but he's not like a, he's not one of those guys like a Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, any type of guy that's going to inflate his fancy value with his legs. It's, it's going to help more in his, his play, you know, when he's scrambling outside the pocket, looking for guys. So I just think for fantasy, I have him again as, as quarterback 11. And again, I, I mean, that's, your take isn't wrong because a hundred percent, like many people feel the same way. Well, no take is wrong at this point, David. But I think he's an interesting guy. Cause I think he's one of the ones that is like high and low on a lot of people's list. He's not like uh, you know, I think people have Dak Prescott, you know, somewhere in the middle, you know, somewhere like, between... Oh, I've seen Dak Prescott high as five and I've seen Dak Prescott low as like nine, like eight or nine. So like, yeah. Yeah, so he's back. But his injury is why he slides. Right, right. Let's talk about somebody else here. And I want to bring up Joe Burrow, who, Robbie, I'm looking at your rankings, and you have Joe Burrow at a a quarterback 11. Yeah. And Brad and John, you both, I believe, had him on your list. Yeah, John, you have him as quarterback 11. And Brad, you have him as quarterback 9. So, Brad, I will let you speak for Joe Burrow. Doc and I don't have him in our top 12. Why is Joe Burrow in your top 12? Brad's an AI just like I am. Which means that machine has not yet learned, but I'm going to assume Brad was just going to say Jamar Chase five to six times and then um, and then called a rap on Joey Burrow. A <laughs> game script, he was definitely going to talk game script. He was going to say call him <laughs> handsome as well. Okay, so well, well, then while he's going to the bathroom, whatever he's doing – John, why don't you tell me why you have Joe Burrow in your top 12? And Robbie, I'll let you piggyback on that as well. Well, I alluded a little bit to it. Um, If he can stay upright for, I think he probably just needs about two seconds to get it out to that wide receiver core they got there. It's it's fantastic. There is concerns with um, the offensive line, which would be, well, I didn't have him higher. But, you know, when healthy and Brad doesn't project injuries, Maybe I don't project injuries this year either. You know, you can't count on somebody to get hurt if he's there fully healthy. And if he can stay up for a slight amount of time in the pocket, then the sky's the limit with with all the receivers there. Robbie, what about you? What do you think? I, I, I could absolutely agree. Um, the receivers are absolutely there. Are, are there. Uh, Burrow, 
isn't he's, he's not a guy that needs all all the time in the world. This offense is going to sling it a shit ton, even with Joe Mixon back there and Joe Mixon. Well, to each their own with your Joe Mixon takes. Um, so I mean, with that with, with that being said and with that being stated, the only reason why I have Burrow eleven and not higher is just because of the, the injury. That that is only in that. Going back to where I stated earlier with that, that's the only reason why those two are not higher. It's just because of injury. I just fear them reaggravating. Doc, I'll let you speak for why. Why do you not have Joe Burrow in your top twelve? So for me, a big part is the injury. You know, obviously he suffered a torn ACL later in the season. I'm just a little bit skeptical of him coming back at full strength right away. I think sometimes even the mental aspect of it, you know, what I've seen with Jimmy Garoppolo being a 49ers fan coming off a torn ACL, he's a little fidgety. He sometimes throws off his back foot. And yes, Was he, he that big, great before the injury, though? I mean, he led us to a 5-0 and record after we received <laughs> him in the trade. Um, but I just think he has a very good wide receiver core, but I'm scared about that offensive line. And I wouldn't be surprised that if, he, if the Bengals are out of playoff consideration, they may, they maybe rest him. Once again, we're talking the season ranking, so he could put up some top ten or twelve weeks. But I could also see him sitting out some. That's fair. That's fair. Joey Burrow is very controversial as well. Uh, I hope we. I think we all are hoping that he doesn't get hurt because that injury oh, yeah. last year looked bad. He has a horrible offensive line. So. Uh, God, who knows what I'm all, I'm also, you know, fantasy aside, I'm just sick and tired of seeing that team just always in shambles. Like, mm-hmm. gosh, just give them something <laughs> to finally care about. Is that the most, like, I don't, like, don't want to say like snake bit. Is that like the, the franchise that's had the worst luck in our lifetimes? Probably. Yeah. I think it's not luck. A lot of it's just like self-inflicted. I mean, they, they, go, self-inflicted. they haven't won a playoff game in, in how long? Like they go to the playoffs every like they they'll go for like three or four years, then don't go for ten. Yeah. Like they win a playoff, they never win a playoff game. So I feel so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> do is there any Bengals fans on Twitter that I'm like? Oh yeah, lots. Fantasy uh, Fantasy Godcast. Uh, oh, is Fantasy Football. Is Fantasy Football one too? I think I know he's a mixing guy. Um. Okay. Well, there, I guess there's a few, but definitely we feel bad for you guys. <laughs> Let's talk about somebody else in these rankings here. And I'm going to pull up Brad's rankings. He's got Kyler at one. You sure you want to do that? I'm not going to have him defend it. I'm just looking what he has. I'm going to definitely have him defend his Kyler at one take because he had Kyler at one last year when most people had Mahomes. So I'll let him, if he wants to add on that when he comes back in here. But Foosball, let's look at yours. You're the only one that ranked Derek Carr in your top 12. I know. I I love that Tannehill at eight. It's just crazy. I think there's some like Raiders stink where people will, you know, downrate something. He was QB 13 last year. So it's not like I jumped him up super high or anything. And they were 10th in scoring, but they were 23rd in red zone percentage touchdowns. So if they improve that slightly and Derek Carr gets a portion of that, he's already moved from 13 to 12. And you think with Brian Edwards, fantasy darling for everybody, you think he helps Kenyon Drake can add another little wrinkle for Derek Carr you know, to pass to someone out of the backfield that moves him up down. to 12. And then, you know, I'm not worried about the offensive line. The line last year didn't play together. They went through about 15 different line combinations throughout the season. And Derek Carr had a passer rating of 124.2 when under pressure last year. So it's not the crazy concerns about the offensive line and Derek Carr can't throw under pressure that everybody seems to have. 
Ruggs improves, which sort of makes him Nelson Aguilar, and John Brown becomes the Henry Ruggs of last year. So I don't really think they lost as much as people thought, and it's really easy to see improvement. And to go from 13 to 12 is not that outrageous. That's fair. No, I mean, you're no. right. I think just most people, it's not a sexy they, name. They get a Raiders st- – it's like a Raiders stink where people it's- will discount – the, you know, the 10th it, highest it, scoring offense. It, it's not that. I, I think what it is is people remember the film with, on Derek Carr, and it's you don't take the big chances that I need. You know, and that's the problem with Derek Carr. You know, whether it, it – and that's, that's not even fantasy. That's also in betting. You know, like it's like, bro, like I just need you to j- j- just chuck it an extra 20 yards, you know, or so, or, or – you know, I, I I need you to not be afraid to, to, to you know, fit it into that window. Like, like he just he plays the position super conservative, but that's why his stats are inflated as they are. You know, and that's not a bad thing, you know, but, I mean, it also is – if you're a Raiders fan, it's not winning – it's not winning the games and not winning the games that you need, you know, and – you know, if you're a betting person, you know, you're like, fuck, I'm always, I'm always losing by a touchdown or, or, or four points, you know, and if it's fantasy, it's like – you know, all I needed was an extra, you know, couple of points, you know, four, six points from you, Car, and we could be in there like swimwear. So it's just that take chances. You, Did you make that doesn't up? doesn't gamble. Car doesn't gamble. Uh, oh, no, man. That's, that's an old <laughs> saying. Like, in there like swimwear? In there like swimwear. Brad, since you're back, I want to go to Kyler Murray Let's real quick. Let's just say I had to poop. Oh. <laughs> I figured, I figured oh. you went. Oh, okay. Everybody knows where you are now, uh, but I, I wonder what he was actually doing. That that's the cover. <laughs> <laughs> so you have Kyler Murray as number one. You also have Kyler Murray my as games, Johnny. Last year, yeah, man. Go ahead you and explain. I've, I've been on the Kyler Murray train for a long time. Um, you know, I think he's a he's he's a bona fide QB one. You know, he was the QB one in standard leagues last year, um, as I predicted. Thank you very oh. much. Uh, his ADP is at about three right now. And, you know, that's fine with me. I, I could go as high as number one, which I have him. And I could also go as low as five or six. To me, the only downside is projections are that, you know, I, I think he's got a revamped running game with um, uh, Edmonds and, and James Conner. And I think, you know, another year with D-Hop. And I think they should be better as a team this year, which likely means less game script positive fourth, fourth quarter throwing barrages like he had last year. Um, they're probably going to do a better job of controlling the clock this year and less air raid. But, you know, you look at what he does, you know, the name of the game for fantasy is is opportunity. And he's going to run the ball and he's going to throw the ball. Um, he's I, You're going to be hard pressed to find a guy that has more percentage of his offense's yards than Kyler Murray. And, you know, he was second in the league in QB rush yards last year with 800 and why would I say he's going to have less this year? You know, he could have another, you know, a a thousand yard season rushing, which would put him in, you know, what RB 20 and higher. Like he's, he's got so much going for him that I don't think it's crazy to call him QB one provided he stays healthy. So that, that, that receiving core does not, does not drop the rock at all. Like they they don't, they, they don't, they don't. Yeah. So, I mean, so, okay. Okay. I, I really, I really think it's there's a legitimate shot. Kyler's going to be your QB one, and they have the best have catch. To, they, they have the best catch percentage in all the whole NFL. And on top of that, like you're not even going to have to draft him as your QB one because nobody else <laughs> thinks it's going to be QB one. No, I mean, if Hopkins true. doesn't catch COVID, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. 
but uh, you know, then Christian Kirk else. will slide into the into the mix. Yo, and, Christian Kirk. <laughs> and then they'll have a we'll get more Kyler rushing yards. That that just means more passes because they'll be a worse team. Like I, there there's go. really no downside for for Kyler Murray. Let's get yeah. to another guy on this list that I think we are very different on. Doc, let's go Doc's list. Doc's list has Ryan Tannehill at five. I specifically color coded it this because he had Ryan Tannehill the highest. I don't have him too far behind. I have Ryan Tannehill at eight. Rob, you have him at nine. And uh, John has him at eight. And John, you are uh, Bradley, you have him at 12. So I think for the most part, Eric has him as a top five quarterback. I have him kind of in the middle of the pack there. Brad, you are the lowest on him. I do want to read these stats for you guys, especially for you, Brad. And you tell me if that changes your mind. And then, Doc, I want you to hop in if you have anything else to add with Tannehill. He's since joining the Tennessee Titans, he's led the NFL in passer rating, led the NFL in yards per attempt, led the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks, led the NFL in, in game winning drives, top three in touchdown percentage per pass, top three in completion percentage. He also was quarterback two if AJ Brown had played every game last season as far as his production with AJ Brown. Well, that's extrapolation, David. I mean, it is, but I'm saying if AJ Brown stopped, you also have Julio Jones there. This is a good thing you haven't no, taken any of my stats. No, 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 no. So here's the thing. David's 100% right, okay? Um, no, so like, what, He is, he is. Because like, So when I, wrote my, when I wrote my list, like I pretty much wrote that off, like maybe just like draft order that like, I've pretty much been seeing. Because like, like I said, I wrote that shit like – on the fly like i was like all right we're just gonna do this guy couldn't find my original file um uh, which sucks because like lq javar and i we all did a show on it and i like i can't find this shit uh but no anyways Tannehill could be as high as you know qb5 like i mean especially with the addition of julio you have derrick henry in the backfield like there. Well, it, let that me, offense is so fucking good. Like, what yeah. you, let me, who are let you going to cover? Let me give you guys my reasoning why I have exactly. Ryan Tannehill without, without taking any of the stats that David has used. So since he's taken over as the full-time starter in week seven a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. he's QB seven on a points-per-game basis. And basically, it's a one-point difference between him and Dak at number two. Now, last year he had seven rushing touchdowns, so you kind of see the upside with him. I think Tennessee has opened the playbook because a lot of teams focus in on Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill was 18th in pass attempts last year. Derrick Henry also had 17 rushing <laughs> touchdowns. I see that number going down a little bit. He also had 378 rushing attempts. I think one of the things the Titans are going to do is they're going to want to feed Julio the ball. Maybe they give him some goal line fades. But if Derrick Henry sees a regress in touchdowns, which I expect, and I think the offense will be overall better, it's going to be either Ryan Tannehill running the ball or throwing the ball. So... I think with the best, one of the best offenses in the league, top five is very, very attainable. I think, I, I mean, in a lot of the Scott Fishbowl drafts, he was obviously it was super flex, but people so, were definitely drafting him really, really high. Like not oh, just yeah. again for quarterbacks, but just in general. Like I saw him. I think a couple people took him as the number one QB in a few leagues. So yeah, he's he's my QB one, like practically fucking everywhere. So and, I have a, I have like a. A personal thing where I think like I think people think about like great offenses in the wrong way in fantasy. Like the addition of Julio Jones is incredible for the Titans in real life, but in terms of fantasy, that only hurts their game script. Like I expect the Titans to win a shit ton of games this year, and when you I mean, look not at the team, like, defense, like you know. 
Well, that's the thing. Like when when you look at a team like the Chiefs, they had a horrible defense and they had nobody really they were almost doing running back by committee before CEH. And even with CEH, like he wasn't his best self. Yeah. So with that, like you were still gonna get a ton of attempts from Mahomes. You were still gonna get a ton of opportunities. They were gonna be in shootout games. All that leads to Mahomes being a top flight quarterback. With Tennessee, they've got Derrick Henry they can lean on to control the clock. They've got Julio Jones they can pass to. They've got uh, uh, Ferkser. They've got AJ yeah. Brown. Like they've got. And who's so going to throw it? To them. I'm confused. Yeah, three of those are receivers. Dude. Well, here's the thing. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Like that's great, but when they're winning like 21 to to seven in the the fourth quarter, you're not going to get a. You're, Why would they only drafting. have 21 up until the fourth I'm quarter? Con- I'm Whatever. Confused. You're, you're saying, saying. They're, going to, they're going to score too well, much, and then they won't they score are, anymore. Well, you want them to score. This is why you. This is why you should watch Rumble's Fantasy Network Fantasy Friendly Series. I just talked about the Titans. There we go. Exactly. Like, right they're there. going to. They're going to score so much, and you don't know whether it's going to come from Derrick Henry or Tannehill. You just know he, they're going to score. He was so he was seven. He it'll, was it'll, seven last year with Derrick Henry scoring seventeen touchdowns. If he right. scores now, 14, they have Julio Jones. And there was so yeah. And who's going to throw? Julio's just going to do a lot of ends or Hey, if this is a sports meet battle, you lost. This is going to be great. I should have started with Ryan Tannehill. They're only going to get better, which means you're on. You're essentially drafting Ryan Tannehill as a three quarter. A three-quarter QB, like he's not. So you no, just think they're going to be seen? Oh, every, gonna you, you just think they're going to be seen? When does it Hill? matter if they get I twenty-eight think, points in the first three quarters or twenty-eight points because in because all you four don't, quarters? That doesn't make because, any sense. Fantasy because they're wise. so good, it does. Because they're so good that you don't know whether that twenty-eight points is going to come from. You, you don't know when it's in the fourth quarter. Did you get into my weed stash? No. Wait, wait, Brad. Brad, they play the Titans. Or they play the Bills, they play Look the Chiefs, you. they play Listen, the Rams. They're only they're they play only, the Saints. You don't know you think... whether those four touchdowns are going to come from Derrick Henry or Ryan Tannehill or a mix of so, both. So you just think you just think Derrick Henry is just going to bust it open every single time? Yeah. Well, guys, we got to. Yes. I don't see how Julio Jones, Brett, by your logic, I don't see how Julio Jones makes it less, but makes it more likely that Derrick Henry gets. All right, guys, we got to move. We got to move on because yeah, yeah, at seven thirty, seven thirty, the the super fantasy bros are are coming on. So we got to start wrapping things yeah, up. Brad, you also wait. Can I say one thing, Brad? You haven't no. looked at their schedule. If you think they're going to be winning twenty eight nothing after okay. three quarters, we will. We will do a Ryan Tannehill part I've two. At the schedule. They're, the, they're probably the second or third best team in the AFC. We will do a Ryan Tannehill Quite part out. two. But I had to ask real quick. Just give it to me in in ten seconds or less, each of you, Robbie. What is Jalen Hurts' ceiling and floor? Yeah, his ceiling is QB twelve. His floor is QB fifteen. Oh, all right, all right, Doc. Ceiling QB seven, floor QB thirteen. Brad. Ceiling QB five, floor QB fifteen. John. I'm saying like yeah, ceiling like five, floor. I think he's still you know nine like top 10 i think his rushing really gives him one of the higher floors out of any quarterback Absolutely. all right well that's he's, he's I, like I he's like a, he's a diet kyler murray based off the, the rookie <laughs> I like that. the rookie I like year that. all right well we are now going to go into the next part of the show which is the question of the week oh, oh my gosh when you know, you know. That's copywritten probably too, David. Come on. All right. Well, our question of the week is sponsored by Monkey Knife Fight. We are officially hey. Monkey Knife Fight. As Robbie knows, another one of the affiliates over for the great MKF. 
fastest growing sports betting site in the United States. Use promo code Triple Play. Get up to fifty dollars of your deposit match when you become a new user and you use that code. John did not tell us what the question was this week. Brad, nice job putting it on the scroll. Uh, so, John, what's the question for this week? So, I was going to do something like which, like outside the top twelve, you think is the best sleeper, but I thought that was a little too cerebral yeah, for me. Uh, which quarterback uh, do you think? Would have the most fun at Applebee's, and I mean specifically oh, Applebee's, wow. not at a bar, at an Applebee's. Wait, wait, what was the question again? Hold on. Which which quarterback would be the most fun at an Applebee's specifically? What a great question. There's only one answer. What? Well, what's your answer? Tell it. Well, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. You guys know this story, but like uh, Allen Iverson used to spend like thousands of dollars, like taking women to Applebee's after games. <laughs> for the appetizers and like just having a ball with his, his friends and women. And, uh, like, the that's hilarious. Person, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The closest person to Allen Iverson in the NFL is probably Lamar Jackson. That's some real ass shit, you know? That is, um, yeah. I don't know if I could top that one. Okay, I, was I, try that. I don't know. I was going to say Tom know. Brady. Because I feel like he doesn't go oh, out and like he doesn't have Tom Brady wouldn't be at Applebee's. I'd say he can't I, eat I, the I'd food at Applebee's. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, he can't I'd even eat a magic. strawberry. Right, right. Yeah, I, I'd say Fitz Magic. Like I feel like Ooh, I feel like Fitz Magic. Like uh, we 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 we'd go crazy in that fucking Applebee's. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I, I was stuck between Josh Allen because he just looks like a guy who like passes yeah, some appetizers. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or Jameis like Winston oh, eating the W, eating the appetizers. Oh, there we go. I, I kind of think Kirk Applebee's serve crab legs because if he's not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I then you gotta think, keep him away. He's no fun if he's stealing crab legs. <laughs> I, I think Kirk Cousins would be entertaining because he would just make dad jokes the entire time, and you'd laugh at him rather than with him. Kirk Cousins yeah. would order like a loaded baked potato there, and then oh, yeah. call it a night. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was yeah, just thinking about. I would be able to party with Kirk Cousins. I always think of um, Hall Pass when they go to Applebee's the first night. And they're yeah, like, I've oh, seen that movie, you, Dave. Dave. I've, I've seen, seen that, that one. I've seen that journey. Gotta get hall you on the movie is... minutes, Dave. I, if we do a hall pass one, is... I'm all in. Like, I, I t- tell me Kirk Cousins doesn't win a Super Bowl. Like, uh, if he ever did, uh, he doesn't win a Super and, Bowl. And, and then go to <laughs> Applebee's like Shane Battier did. Yo, he would do That's how he would like celebrate. That. Yeah, that, that's exactly yeah. how Kirk Cousins would celebrate. So he would go to like a Texas, like it's a Texas Roadhouse or something. He'd get a $5 marg. Ew. Oh, yeah, that'd be for dad. All right. Gotta well, order my well done steak. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get to the last part of the show, of course, which is the game of the week. Never get tired of that theme song. No, All right. Man. So, another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Johnny, you're hosting the game this week. I have no idea what it is. Yes, you Uh, do. Yes, you do. I only do one game (laughs) in my time here. Let's and only it is do coach uh, quotes do or let's philosopher quotes. It's only five. Okay, cool. You get a point if you get whether it's a coach or a philosopher. You get an extra point if you guess which coach or philosopher said it. You keep track of your own score. I am not your mother. 
And we will start it off with do the difficult things while they're easy and do the great things while they are small. Who and we'll start with David. Do the difficult things when they are easy and do the, what was the other part of it? And do the uh, great things while they are small. I'm going to say it's a philosopher and I'll say that's uh, Mao Zhu. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go <laughs> philosopher and Plato. Doc, I'm going philosopher and Confucius. And the fact that David didn't say his name right. <laughs> I know, I know. Robbie, I'm going. I'm going. It'll be up to. Back. I, I said Phil Jackson. Oh, that's y'all's Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, David mispronounced his name, but it is Lao Tzu. Oh, was so I really right? Two points what, for what David. That's that he doesn't get two points. For no, me. what? You got to pronounce his name right. That's disrespect. You know what I meant. No, we didn't. <laughs> we, thought, did. we thought you went Mao Zedong. How, how often am I going to actually get the philosopher <laughs> right? not a philosopher, Eric. I know. Took <laughs> right, well. a great leap forward. Um, okay. The next one, it's not about what you're capable of, but what you were willing to do. And we'll start with Brad. I'm going to go coach. I'm going to go Mike Tomlin. Doc. I'm going to go coach, and I'm going to go Vince Lombardi. Robbie. I'm going to go coach, Coach K. Mendy. I'll go philosopher again, and I'll go uh, – this one will be – You going to say the guy's name right? Yeah, I'll just say <laughs> – Probably I'll not. Say, uh, I'll say Confucius. So this is a fantastic start. We're to, uh, Brad, it's Mike Tomlin. So this is the oh, first yes. time where we've had oh, people yeah. guess, uh, guess the wow. actual coach and philosopher back-to-back. So that that's fantastic stuff. You love to see it. I ain't getting uh, the, these. The <laughs> so man Bobby, is, is, I only actually know the philosophers because every fourth turn when it's John's turn for the game, he does this game. And mm-hmm. I've he, we've done so many of them that now I well, know philosophers more than when said, I was ever uh, in school. Okay. He said he always ends on one, and I forget who it is already. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's a spoiler. I always do at least one Lao Tzu quote, which David mispronounced. Okay. But um, I started off because I, whenever I end with it, I'm always worried you guys are going to catch on. But um, <laughs> the next one is the man is wisest who, like Socrates, realizes his wisdom is worthless. We'll start with Doc. Can you repeat it one more time? Uh, the man is wisest who, like Socrates, realizes that his wisdom is worthless. Go. Philosopher, and I'm gonna go Plato. Robbie, I want to go Plato as well, actually. Okay, DMD. I'll, I think the Socrates being in there is, is a trick. I'll say coach, and I'll say, um, Mike Holmgren. Wow, go, uh. That's I'm going to go coach, and I'm going to yeah. go Bill Parcells. Wow. This is, a, this is a fantastic start. That is Plato. We're, we're three for three now with oh, somebody wow. getting oh, my the philosopher. God. You guys yeah, are learning. You've been great. watching The Good Place or something. Like, my goodness. <laughs> Let's go. I'm in the lead. <laughs> I think we're right four. Now. Yeah. yeah uh, mental, actually got that. Mental yeah. toughness is doing the right thing when it's not the right thing for you. And we'll start with Robbie. Sounds so shit. Dwayne the Rock Johnson would say. <laughs> After school special. Philosopher. <laughs> um, no, okay. So it's gotta be like, 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 like the athlete or like something like that. 
uh, or like a coach or, or a philosopher is what uh, it is. NFL coach, coach or a coach philosopher. philosopher. Oh, oh, NFL coach. Oh, wow. I'm over here guessing fucking NBA coaches and shit. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say Bill Belichick. Yeah, David. I'll go coach and I'll go with since I feel like we've been hit, I'll just go Bill Parcells now since Oh I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go coach Jimmy Johnson. Doc. Can you say it one more time, John? I completely forgot the quote. Mental toughness is doing the right thing when it's not the right thing for you. Oh, that's my Tomlin. I'm going to go coach Brad. I was going to say Jimmy Johnson at first, but I'll go coach and I'll go. I'm going to go Jimmy Johnson. I don't want to sway away. This is the wildest start we've seen in history. That's four in a row. Somebody's gotten the coach or philosopher. It's Bill Belichick. Robbie's got wow. him. Oh, <laughs> nice. oh, my goodness. This is not a good group here, man. What, yeah, wow, what's, the, uh, what's the point totals? I don't keep track of them. Robbie's so got no four, Brad, I mean. think. I, I'm winning. I, I think I got, <laughs> uh, I got four. I got five. I think I just got Oh shit! I think I have three or four. David's gotten a couple three. wrong because he's I been overthinking it. Yeah, I got three. You got three, David. Hey, <laughs> John, end the game now. End the What's game. The, the mind it, is it, furnished it. with ideas by experience. All right, that's David. the best. That's a coach, and I'll say it's uh, Andy Reid. Andrew Reid, Bradley. I'm gonna go coach. Who would talk about the mind? That sounds like some shit Mike Leach would say. Um, I'm going to go Mike with... Mike Leach is out of his damn mind. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. I'm going to go... Um... It's Dan Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess. Lock it. Uh, I'm going to go with Joe Gibbs. I'm going to go Doc. coach. I'm going to go coach. I'm going to go Vince Lombardi. Robbie? I'm going to go coach. And I'm going to go McVay. Sean McVay. Oh, and the perfect record's broken. That is philosopher John Locke. Ah, the mind man. is furnished with ideas by experience. I figured that was like a philosopher. I was like, that's got to be a fucking philosopher. <laughs> if you, if you I was like, that's that, too deep for some damn coach I, to I, say. I, I, was like, I was like, no way John would alternate between philosopher and coach. He's going to throw. Yeah, I don't like when you guys try and guess the pattern too much. So I really is just he, start choosing them at random. John Locke is an economist. He's a philosopher. There we well, go. Well, yeah. Um, was it John time? Locke is a John Locke had, is a philosopher. I I had five. I think You're I thinking, won. Thinking of someone else. Oh, and Eric, Arthur, Eric, you got five. So unfortunately, I guess that means you win. Because hey, let me get my one person chair, baby. Hey, <laughs> I can't even find your he, one person. He's, he's one of the most influential Enlightenment thinkers, Brad. Uh, Who am I Commonly known of? as the father of liberalism, John Locke. AI father for the win. Oh, here that? you here you go, Doc. Yay! One person, thank you for always believing in me. I promise I'll be back with my picture next week so you can see my beautiful face when I rub it in. Yeah, David everybody else gets the crowd. Doc always gets just that one person. That's David there. David coming in here thinking he's going to win, getting the first two right, and then getting squished like the buggy is. Uh, there we go. Okay. Well, <laughs> instead of retaliate, retaliating, I'm going to get Robbie out of here. Robbie, absolute pleasure having you on the show today. It was a sure. long overdue. Big fans of all that you do over at the Rum Boys. But for those that don't know, can you go ahead and plug everything that you are doing right now? Uh, make sure you guys download the Sports Me app. We are about to have some fun new ways for you guys to interact over there. 
uh, ways you can win some really awesome NFL, MLB, NBA uh, swag and merch and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for new updates from the Sports Me app. Um, check me out, rumboys.com. Rumboys are on Twitter, Rumboys go to Z, E-T on all other social media. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rumboys Fantasy Network. That's where all of our content is. And catch me at Draft Night Out Saturday night of the Fantasy Football Expo. It's going down. Get ready to party with your boy. It's going to be litty to the damn titty. Let's go. Love it. I love it. Draft night out. The whole draft expo weekend is going to be sick. Literally a week, be, uh, a week from uh, this weekend. So it's going to be absolute blast. Everybody that listens, watches, however you consume triple play fantasy, we appreciate you. Of course, next week, we're going to be releasing our running back rankings joined by Andrew Erickson of PFF for it's sure to be a fun show. But until then, everyone be safe out there. Go draft the best ball. And Doc, do you want to say it? We're going to make like a bread truck and hunt.